Gritty culture and class in America, live from Long Island's Gold Coast. This is the Melissa Itell Duran Show on Breaking It Down Radio with co-host Frank McKay. I'd like to welcome everyone to the Melissa Itell Duran Show. Frank McKay here with the wife, the mother, the dancer, the educator, the novelist, the uh, author of several books, the subject of two documentaries. And if you go to melissaiteljoran.com, you could watch them both. She's wonderful. And she is. Uh, and she was the subject of a long radio series and then her own show, Melissa Itell Joran Show, which you are listening to now. We appreciate you er- each and every week listening here. And you could hear us on 124 different outlets and counting. Melissa Itell Joran, how are you? I'm doing great, Frank. How are you? I'm doing well. And I'm doing better than uh, a, a lot of the uh, a, a lot of the shelves in the supermarkets and <laughs> and uh, different things. Uh, let me tell you, I, I can't I can't find things. And yeah. we we're just talking a little bit off of my uh, off mic, and I'm wondering what the heck's going on. And in addition to that, in addition to that, I'm seeing stores like big banners outside now hiring or hiring now immediate jobs wanted. And I, you know, I'm wondering uh, what this is, what this means for our economy. And you know, first of all, the why is there such shortages of of dog food? Uh, you know, I, I, you know, I have two dogs, and I and mm-hmm. I have a hard time finding dog food. Uh, it's a hard hard thing finding like paper towels sometimes or whatever. What's going on? Yeah, the problem is that there are barges out in. Uh you know, out way out on 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 in the sea that are uh, just standing there. They're idle because there are not enough workers um, on the shores, uh, in, in the uh, you know the union workers and et cetera, to who are supposed to unload all these uh, these items and get them to your stores. And this includes yes, grocery items like uh, um, pet food uh, and, and and other staples. And um, also things such as parts uh, for, for cars, uh, chips that, that cars need, computer chips that cars need, uh, other parts. I mean, it's it's, it's unbelievable, and it's uh, it, this is a. Of course, you could say that this is a, you know, a the aftermath of of the pandemic. But I mean, more importantly, um, there, there's there aren't enough people who want to work who feel it's it's worth their time, and going out to work. Uh, for these companies, unloading the docks. They're just not getting their, their time off. And, and, and this is what we're seeing across the board lately uh, since um, the, the, the Biden administration's, um, uh, um, I don't know what you want to call it, their relief package where they, they sent everybody checks periodically. Uh, a lot of people just want to stay home. And I'm not only seeing this with the shelves. And, yes, we, we see empty shelves. There are things you can't get. I think you can still get toilet paper and other basic right. things like that, but there are certain brands of, of staples that are not uh, that have been um, have been uh, that have not been delivered, and many store shelves are bare. and And I've noticed this too, and it, and it, it's very disconcerting. But it's it's the it's it's the aftermath of this whole this whole this whole relief movement um, that you know it was supposed to provide some help, some support for people who weren't able to pay rent, let's say, who were unemployed due to the, the pandemic. But um, I think more and more people are just saying, hey, I'm, I'm, why should I work? 
and, and and I can just sit home and 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 I'll get the you know I'll get the check and I don't I don't have to work. And this is hurting not only the the shipping industry, not only our um, you know our uh, our, our supermarkets, our, our um, supply chain, but it's hurting small businesses as well. And, and many small business people, and I'm not just talking about grocery stores or or uh, um, you know your your local hardware store, but Small businesses across the board, even doctors' offices, are saying they can't get enough people to, you know, to even, you know, work the reception area to do this. And they can to get a substitute would mean they'd have to retrain. And and it's it's becoming um a, it's it's really becoming a a, a sore on on our side. And and I don't know when it's going to let up, but it's it for people who are waiting on parts, let's say for cars. Uh, for, um, uh, for appliances, it's it's a bad thing. They're going to have to wait a long time. And what if you need something now? What are you supposed to do? You know, it it gives credence to the folks that are are stockpiling things that are yeah. you know. I mean, I, I think you know many of them are waiting for the zombie apocalypse or or, <laughs> or something, and that you know, or or a civil war or something like that mm-hmm. to go on. But you mm-hmm. you want to know something? It's it's mm-hmm. not a bad idea. It's and I don't want people rushing the stores and and going crazy. Mm-hmm. But it's it, just listening to what you're saying. It's not a bad idea to stock up on on things when you get an opportunity to see them. Yes. I, yes. I, I, I never thought I'd be saying this, but uh, you know, maybe it's time to hoard. Uh, I don't think it's so fetch. I don't think what you're saying is so out of the realm of possibility. Um, you know, we we'll be reaching Halloween soon, and if and if you know retail history, uh, as soon as Halloween happens, that's when they start going crazy for Christmas. You start seeing the Christmas decorations yep. because Thanksgiving is only a few weeks away. Well, now I'm hearing uh, uh, this is uh, coming on. Through this grapevine, and and uh, not only is this isn't a big an op- a big secret, this is an open secret. Everybody's saying from um, your online shopping channels that have shows on, on 24 almost 24/7. They don't do 24/7 shows anymore. They do, you know, they go until about 2 a.m. and then they shut off or they repeat what they're what they've shown before. All those shows on your home shopping networks are saying order now. Because there's no guarantee that you will get your your gifts to your loved ones before December 25th. And um, other places, other companies are sending emails saying, we strive for the best. You know, there's all this baloney. We strive for the best to be best for you or whatever. And I'm just, I'm just. I'm, I'm just taking a license with, with one of the re- big re- retailers message, general message that went online a few, few days ago. And we hope to have um, in, uh, all your shipments to your, your in- intended, your recipients be- on or before Christmas. But please shop early <laughs> because they don't know if or when or how they're going to get all their inventory in stock by then. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine? Right. I mean, this is uh, th- this is real. I mean, this is happening. Yeah. And yeah. it's, you know, every once in a while, the unthinkable happens. And, and this is this is something else that you just would never think would happen. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Melissa, I tell is where everyone should go. 
to watch the documentaries and get everything that you need, Melissa. But binge listen to everything that we've been doing here, hundreds and hundreds of shows <laughs> over the years. And Melissa Itel Juren is our host each and every week. Frank McKay here with Melissa. You, you know, I, I've been going into, I, I live around the corner from a stop and shop. And mm-hmm. I go in there all the time, and I and I right. shop. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering what the hell's go- going on, pardon the language, uh, what the heck is going on with the uh, with the dog food? You know, I have two dogs, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. It, you know the dog food that they usually have Caesars, uh, it's just not there. And I'm saying, like, what's wow. going on? Mm-hmm. So I said yeah, to yeah. the young lady at the uh, at at the counter, I said, Hey, what's going on with your, your some of your products, like dog food? And I said, Is there a strike? And and she said, mm-hmm. yeah, I think so. I think there's a strike, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, and the and the trucks aren't coming. So I just assumed that it was uh, something going on with Stop and Shop. Then I go into you know places like the Dollar Tree or Dollar General, uh-huh. and yeah. I I love yeah. those places. And I go in there mm-hmm. and you get yeah. some really good good bargains. <laughs> yes, you can. Sometimes yeah. you can. Yeah. yeah, it's it's amazing. And I'll I'll go in there and I'm looking for certain things. Like there's a drink I I drink like a, a Powerade water and it's a mango flavor I uh, you know I drink mm-hmm. and I I can't find it I can't find yeah. it in these places mm-hmm. I can't find it in Stop and Shop and what you're explaining to me now might be why I can't find it and if mm-hmm. you think about it if you think about it it's the idea of hoarding or mm-hmm. you know that's the that's the negative term for it but the the idea of stockpiling some mm-hmm. things is not yeah. a bad idea you know i mean it's i and no. i think i'm going to go back to that i you know when the pandemic hit i i got a bunch of toilet paper and i oh yeah me you know. too yeah yeah me too i just in fact i just i'm i'm almost through with my my inventory of toilet paper that i started accumulating a year and a half ago yeah. <laughs> See, that's great so, I mean, it is I mean, I wish it could last longer, so I've got to get more. But, yeah, yeah, I think that's what we'll we'll all have to do. Um, By the way, do you have cats as well? Yeah, we we had five cats. We lost two of them. They they die. We lose them. Yeah, but we have three cats. Yeah, so same thing with cat food. Yeah, you can't get. What brand are you looking for? Uh, with with cat food, it's and now that the one guy died who had urinary tract uh, problems, we used to have to get this expensive cat food. Now mm-hmm. that poor guy passed away, and and right. now we just get them anything. You know, anything decent. Mm-hmm. You know, Friskies mm-hmm. or oh, Friskies, or, yeah. yeah, things like that. Tender vittles. Yeah. Do you have cats? Oh, okay. I I grew up with cats. So I remember nine lives, yep, and nine lives uh, got, right? yeah, and and the dry for the Purina cat chow, or the I was mostly nine lives, and I I know over the years you there there have been these these uh, um, up up scale brands like um, Sheba and and then some other ones that are supposed to be organically made, and I'm sure they're very expensive. Fancy feast, fancy feast, fancy yeah. feast. Yeah, that's another one. Yeah, I mean, are they also? Do you notice that? Um, that the fancy feasts and the nine lives and uh, are also depleted. Yeah, oh, there's no doubt about it. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we've been getting. And then there's this little guy who comes to my my door every day, mm-hmm. and I give him like these treats. And mm-hmm. uh, and I'm having a hard time getting these treats. He likes pounce or something like that with something in the middle of it, and he's he's particular. I know he's just a stray. Oh. I don't know how he's uh, how he's so particular, but uh, yeah. but he's uh, <laughs> he's obviously getting fed at at a bunch of people's houses. But anyway, I give him this 
this one pounce and I can't find it. And then I give him oh, the other boy. stuff and he's he's a little particular, you know, like he doesn't like he'll leave it there. And I'm like, Oh my god, you know, I gotta clean this stuff up and, and I whatever. know, you would think you would think he would be grateful for anything. <laughs> <laughs> that's like a that's like a homeless you know, and I say this with all the due respect to homeless folks, is like giving a home homeless uh, guy a sandwich and he says, uh, no no lobster, no uh, no no <laughs> What, that's it? That's it? Yeah, that's it. Take it or leave it. No, I want I don't want it. I want better. You know I can get better. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean what well what do you think about this now? And I I know look, homelessness is obviously a serious uh, yeah. it, it's a serious problem and, and there's a lot of mental yeah. health there. But at mm-hmm. this point, and again, Melissa I tell everyone should go. If you're not driving, check it out while we're while we're listening and while you're listening. Uh, but Melissa, if if you think about it, the homeless guys that are holding up signs that say um, uh, trying to get work, out of work, no way. Anybody can get yeah. work at this point. I, I mean, you could be, you can walk in and have not taken a shower in a year, and somebody's mm-hmm. going to hire you. I mean, it's mm-hmm. people are yeah. people are dying for for workers, right? I mean, all over they the place. are, they are. There are plenty of jobs from what I what I've read, and uh, they're just not being filled. And this is a, a problem. I think this is uh, symptomatic of what, what we've been experiencing now uh, for the past, um, not quite, a, not even a year. Um, so it, it, this is very concerning. To, and, and I don't know when or how this is going to get better, but it, it's hurting us. I mean, the consumers are, being, are definitely feeling the squeeze. Yeah, you know, it, we we went to Myrtle Beach not too long ago for a little vacation with the uh, with the kids, and my daughter mm-hmm. went into this uh, sweet shop or this this big candy uh, store down there, and I forget what the name of it was, maybe Candyland or something like that. But it's a mm-hmm. it's a chain down there. Yeah, and, yeah. And mm-hmm. they told us um, that uh, they just can't get anybody to work. It was it was a lady like my age, you know, I'm 54, mm-hmm. right? It's a, a lady my age. Uh, saying we cannot get anybody to work they're getting their checks and they figured why should i why should i have to work i i don't need to work well you know what what do i need to do anything and i it that's when it started hitting me that you know there, there's a real hiring crisis there is a serious hiring crisis and it's all because people don't want to work because they don't have to i mean just to imagine that when when did we ever have that in our lives the, the depression know. era people yeah. are turning over in their graves. I, I mean, <laughs> you know, that's a, you can't get people to work at high salaries. Uh, it, you know, this isn't yeah. just minimum wage. They're throwing yeah. higher numbers at them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is just incredible. I mean, back in the Depression, um, people would take whatever they could. They were grateful to, to get the, the whatever it was. Well, there was uh, I don't even know what you could call a minimum wage back then. People were just grateful if they had something. I mean, uh, you know, it, 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 it boggles the mind to think that in those days it was only a nickel to, to ride the subway. And uh, you could get a, a really nice sandwich for, I don't know, 50 cents. I may be wrong. Maybe that's too high. Cents? I don't no, know. Not even close. I mean, 50 cents, yeah. you can get uh, all kinds of, you know, you can get a loaf of bread for back yeah. then in the Depression. You probably five cents, 10 cents for a, lo- a loaf yeah, of bread. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. I, I remember, uh, you know, like some of the old movies, like um, like uh, 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 Petrified Forest, you know, where uh, Humphrey Bogart made a big uh, splash and, he, you know, he was Duke Mantee and whatever. But there was a 
there was a big scene with Betty Davis as a counter uh, counter girl, and mm-hmm. uh, and these poor kids uh, were were going through and. Um, Oh, maybe I'm mixing it up with the grapes of wrath. Maybe it is the grapes of wrath. Mm. And and back then, uh, these little kids were looking at these at these nickel candies, and mm-hmm. and she said, "Oh, those are those are two for a penny or something like that." And and she gave them, you know, both. And and the old Oki wanted to, um, yeah, that was the grapes mm-hmm. of wrath. He wanted to pay for mm-hmm. it and whatever. And then the truck driver said, "Hey, uh, hey, what are you doing? You know, those are those are five cent candies." Those aren't penny candies, a two for a penny. And she said, what's it to you? You know, the waitress said, what's it to you? And uh, as they're leaving, uh, she says, hey, you, you know, you left too much uh, money there. You know, you left, you know, left too much money. And they said to her, what's it to you? You know, in other words, like they were paying her back for, for being nice to these kids. But we're talking about nickel candies and penny candies and, and <laughs> dime loaves of bread. I mean, I, it's, you know, back in the, in the Depression era, I, you know, I, I don't know when it all exploded. I guess in the 70s, right? Or 60s mm-hmm. or the 70s. That's when we first started hearing about inflation and that type of no, thing. No, the 70s, definitely. During, you remember, the, well, President Carter gets the credit for that in the history books. For the, for, and, and that's why they're, they're drawing parallels now between him and Biden. And now there's the, the joke, the running joke is President Carter, who we mentioned um Last week celebrated his 97th birthday on October 1st, and uh, God bless him. I hope he makes it to 100. Um, he no longer has to worry. He's not. He doesn't have to carry that stigma around anymore. He doesn't. He's not. He is not the worst president in the United States anymore. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Biden. Yeah, Biden is getting hammered. I, I spoke to yeah. a Democrat uh, uh-huh. the, the other day. And actually, it was last night. I spoke to a Democrat, and a lifelong Democrat, and he's saying things like, Biden's terrible. Man, he's horrible. Everything he touches turns to, you know, you know what? And he was just ripping him. And I'm looking at him like cross-eyed, like, I can't believe this guy's saying this. Yeah, and Biden's having a rough time the first year, you know? And again, I'm, I'm trying mm-hmm. to play down the middle, right? Or whatever. But boy, is he having a tough time. And uh, it, well, what do you think it is? It's, it's the aftermath of the of the pandemic it's uh, a, a natural uh, i guess economic crunch and in, uh, in a sense it, it sounds like it shouldn't be an economic crunch if there's all these jobs here um but i are we paying for the pandemic is that what it, what's going on with everything it seems like that um if you walk into a restaurant anywhere you'll notice the prices are pretty much uh, elevated and so for certain foods that you would think uh, and you'd be shocked i i went into a i was at a, a diner um I, I passed by a menu of a diner on on the upper west side i was in manhattan for the new york city ballet uh they came yeah. back and they had their first you know, for, you know first did you see it uh, i was there for one of their performances it was wow. packed and uh this is uh you know the first time they're back since the pandemic and um, it was nice. It was terrific. Um, but I was, you know, I just wanted to get out. I hadn't I hadn't been to the Upper West Side since 2020, since um, just before the pandemic started, before the the, the the shutdown happened. And I just, you know, I just took a stroll. Noticed that uh, you know several big stores are out, like Century 21. The Bed Bath and Beyond uh, was not open, wow. which was odd. The big tickets. 
door was Raymore Flanagan. And I passed by just one of the uh, coffee shops, and I took a look just to look at the menu, and I noticed that rice pudding, just rice pudding, guess how much rice pudding was? How much? (laughs) $6.49. Oh, my God. Wow. Can you believe this? Now, I realize this is Manhattan. This is the Upper West Side. This is Lincoln Center. But really, it was never that high. Um, it just, um, just, this is just a sign of the times. Amazing. Uh, listen, yeah. this, is, this is absolutely amazing. I, I mean, it's, it's unprecedented. Again, Melissa, yeah. I tell Joran.com. Frank McKay here with Melissa. It, you know, it, we talk about watershed events, and you always got to watch making comparisons. But it was, you know, of course, 9-11 watershed event where, where everything uh, changed as far as uh, flights go and, and, and how we, we look at security and things that you could do and things that you could say in not only airports but in crowded places. Our thought that, you know, we could never get attacked by an enemy on on our own soil, on domestic soil, that's out the window now. I mean, you know, yes, Pearl Harbor was there, but people said, ah, you know, that's that's Hawaii. You know, Hawaii's yes, it's America, but it's kind of an offshoot of America. You know, it's it's yes, mm-hmm. it's one of the states, mm-hmm. but it's uh, it's not connected to the other forty-eight, and you know, it's like Alaska. It's a little different. You know, so that was there, but nine eleven proved that we could be attacked on our own land and and that took away the the unthinkable meaning that we're we're protected no matter what and then the mm-hmm. pandemic to me is another watershed moment because when you uh, when you think of a pandemic you you can you could interchange the word plague and when people used to say oh there's going to be a plague or we're going to have a mm-hmm. plague and we're going to do this and we're going to do that People would be like, what, what kind of crazy man is saying that? Or what kind of crazy woman is talking about a plague, talking about a, a, a pandemic of, of all things, a pandemic? If you talked about that, you'd, you'd be more or less talking about a Stephen King movie or you'd be talking about something along those lines. But you wouldn't be talking about reality. Now, all of a sudden. You can't say that anymore. And when I say all of a sudden, I, I mean of maybe March 18th, you know, when, when it really it took shape. You know, that's when things started exploding. NBA canceled their season. And next day, all the sports uh, uh, teams canceled. The, the sports leagues canceled their season. Mm-hmm. The unthinkable happened. The plague had come. And it is here. And it's there. And, and whatever. Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson right at, at the same time got it. And we're thinking it's a death sentence. And here's our, you know, one of our most famous actors. Having, the unthinkable happened. We got hit with a plague. We got hit with a virus. We got hit with whatever. It's unthinkable. This is now unthinkable. It's less, but the uh, the fact that we could have a hiring crisis, a, a but a serious hiring crisis. I don't remember anything like this, Melissa. Remind me if there's anything in history, in recent history, since we've been born. Uh, is there anything like this where there is a hiring crisis and you can't get things on the shelves? Other than like little events, you know, like short events like hurricanes and 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 little natural disasters like that. Can you think of anything like this? Uh, I have recently or back from the Carter administration. <laughs> yeah, I guess just the Carter administration, right? 
<laughs> I mean, with with back then it was it was the gasoline prices. Remember the the lines, the gas lines. If you look in, if you look up Carter administration, you'll see highlights of the Carter administration. It, it, you know, the Iranian hostage crisis is is you know the big one. Then you have the the energy crisis, the the long lines at the gas at the pump, and then the and then the re, the reduction of air conditioning in public places and stores. And uh, I mean, inflation was a problem. Um, before Carter, with with Gerald Ford, Gerald Ford inherited, uh, or he just happened to be there at the at the time it happened, a, um, a, a a a problem with inflation, and he was trying to figure it out by having all these experts, you know, uh, come to the White House. So that was a uh, that was a nut he, uh, shell he couldn't he couldn't crack, and then it got worse under Carter. And then, of course, we got hit with the Iranian hostage crisis, and that just um, that just you know killed the Carter legacy. Um, but um, you, you see these parallels there, and of course, um, people are going to point to Trump and his incendiary um, rhetoric and 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 the the the, the, the the racial problems that happened, the you know, Black Lives Matter coming on the scene, George Floyd's um, murder, and, and, and as a crisis in in in, in America, the, the the beginning of the of, of the division of, of of American society. So we we you know we're, we're we're going through we're on this roller coaster, and it doesn't seem to come to a stop anywhere. We can't get off this roller coaster. Yeah, uh, just uh, amazing. Uh, is there an end in sight? What What, what is going to transition him, meaning uh, President Biden, taking those uh, those steps? Because to me, he's going to make a lot of enemies once he does yeah. that. He's going to be taking away. He's going to be taking away food and uh, and and money and all shelter from these people. And instead of loving. President Biden, they're going to be hating President Biden. Biden, and uh, if you uh, if you think about it, he's in a very tough situation. What does he do, and how do you how do you do this? Uh, he's he's going to wait until the midterms are over. What is he going to do? Or is he going to wait till the midterms over? Figure that he's going to be a one termer and get out of the way and 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 maybe make all the tough decisions and take one for the team and and go down as this very unpopular president. What is he going to do, and and how do you remedy this if you're President Biden? Uh, I don't know. He's already, you know, you have to undo the damage he's already done. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the problem. Yeah, his, his I don't know. In the 2022. 2022. We'll see what happens there. But then again, remember with Obama, he also had big, saw big congressional losses in in uh, 2010 but that didn't prevent him from winning re-election no well yeah that listen that's very true uh historically uh, whether it was clinton bush uh the uh, the, the first bush mm -hmm. um they midterms are generally terrible for the incumbent president you know they they don't usually do well in the midterm it's historically um, they uh, they get losses. Uh, this might be historic losses, though. He might get a, get a real beating here, and uh, and the Republicans may get a stranglehold on uh, on the next several years if things are are this bad. And when I say this bad, I mean the the numbers that he has. What what is he at? Thirty eight percent. Something like that. Yeah, pretty bad. It's pretty low. 
Do you know in your hometown? I'm kind of switching gears here. Your your mm-hmm. home county. We were talking about Kaminsky. Um, you know, Senator Kaminsky is is the the architect of bail reform, and he's running for district attorney, and he's running against uh, Ann Donnelly, who has forty thousand dollars on hand. That's what she has forty thousand dollars. Kaminsky has like a million dollars on hand. <laughs> it's a million dollars versus forty thousand dollars. And if uh, if if you were to poll right now, Kaminsky is concerned. I, I mean, I don't know where she gets the rest of the money. Maybe you know people are coming mm-hmm. in with it. You yeah, know, big yeah. donors. You know, fifty thousand dollars. I think is the max. So you might it might see some big donors come in and 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 pop her on uh, Fox for uh, for a little more. But boy, this uh, this little candidacy that that could started with no money. She was basically a warm body to put in there, and because mm-hmm. of I guess President Biden's. D- depleted numbers and because of all the other things that are going on Cuomo right being you know what mm-hmm. he is and and resigning and AOC being so polarizing you know a a $40,000 candidate someone $40,000 against somebody with a million dollars has a chance um that that says a lot we'll see how it turns out but i mean it would be shocking it would be shocking to see the the million dollar man lose to the forty thousand dollar woman, but uh, mm-hmm. you know, you are you feeling it over there? Are you hearing it? Um, no, I'm not. I'm 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 only hearing things on the wave on the uh, over the the way you know the airways. I, I haven't heard anything personally from people. I don't know if people are paying enough attention to it. Yeah. Do you do you feel a red wave coming? Red wave meaning Republicans wiping yeah. out all kinds of local seats. Are you seeing that happening? I don't know about local seats. I think it's too soon to tell, uh, and, and a lot of communities are very blasé about things. Or there are, uh, I, wouldn't, I don't know if I would say they're apathetic, but they're definitely not uh, very motivated, you know, very energetic about the, the upcoming elections, or they don't talk about them. But I think we're, we're, we're definitely seeing signs of something that is going to happen in the midterms uh, on the federal level. I, I believe um, I wouldn't say that the, uh, the, the the governorship in New Jersey, for example, is definitely going to go, you know, the way of the of, of the of, of the GOP. I don't believe so. I mean, I, uh, stranger things could happen. But that Nassau County DA's office, that 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 election, I think, if people are smart, they will they will not just go to the polls and just vote, you know, you know, um, without putting much thought into their choices. Yeah, well, that's true. Uh, you you mentioned Phil Murphy. You're not by name, but by the uh, by, yes. by the uh, the office. And mm-hmm. I heard his opponent, and I I don't know anything about that race uh, to be honest with you, and I and I haven't paid attention to it. But his opponent was, mm-hmm. uh, you know, was was kind of an unknown, right? I mean, not a uh, not a mm-hmm. not a huge name. Certainly not the name that Murphy had. And no. he mm-hmm. just did a commercial. Saying, yeah. "Well, Governor Murphy has been has been lying about me and has been uh, saying this about me, and let me set the record straight and all this and and so forth." And to be honest with you, I you don't start getting attacked unless you have to get attacked. And if mm-hmm. Phil Murphy is mentioning his opponent by name, and, and that means he's spending money. Uh, by increasing, uh, in order to increase the guy's name recognition, in order to uh, to smash it down. 
So if if he was winning big, he would just pump up his own name. He would say, "Vote for Phil Murphy. I've done great things. Phil Murphy, here I am. I'm the best. I'm, uh, uh, you know, I'm not Andrew Cuomo. I'm this. I'm that. You know, I'm the next yeah. guy. I'm, uh, you know, he would be saying things like that. If he's taking time and mentioning his opponent by name and criticizing him, and his opponent has to get on the the air to to mention it, that means that it's closer than we think. And again. I can't imagine New Jersey electing a Republican. To be honest with you, I, I just can't. I can't see that. Not, not in the gubernatorial election. But, um, but the fact that that Murphy's attacking his opponent tells you that there's somewhat of a red wave happening. Yeah, yeah, there is. There might be, but I, I, I just, I don't know. I, I don't. Um, I think it would be very hard to unseat uh, Phil Murphy. Yeah, no doubt. By the way, speaking of governors and and uh, Democrats and low numbers and so forth, are you hearing that Governor Cuomo, our our own former governor, is talking about a comeback? Have you heard this? Oh, I'm not surprised. I think he was. That was all in the cards anyway. Yeah, but the the comeback as soon as mm-hmm. this year. I don't see him doing it, but uh, he is talking about. It, it, you know, there is some talk about him possibly doing this, and. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, um, you know, he's got $18 million. And, you know, he's uh, he's seriously thinking, you know, like if if I do this now, I come back, I resign, I come back and say, hey, this is all BS. I'm ready to go. Uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, is there a chance that Governor Cuomo runs for it wouldn't be a reelection, a new election? Is there any possibility in your mind that he would do that? Oh, God, no. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, that's the last thing we need. I mean, I'm sure it's in his, it's in, it's it's on the back burner for him. But I, I mean, you know, I was just forgetting about him now. You know, yeah. <laughs> it, it was nice. And, and all I of a sudden, I had to mention him. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's okay. I mean, yeah. I let you know the. I, I it, uh, last I heard, he was um, somewhere. I don't know where he's living, but with a friend or somebody, and he was just walking his dog, and he had grown a beard, so he was really, you know, out, living off the grid. Yeah. Yeah, as far as he's concerned. Yeah, is he walking that dog that we we saw that he left behind or that he was talked about leaving behind? Oh, I don't know. Is it the same one? I don't know. I I really don't know. Well, that's interesting, right? Yeah, we should see if it's the same dog or if it's some other dog, some some pedigree that he found. Yeah, that poor. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yes, it has to be a pedigree or nothing, nothing but the best for for Andrew Cuomo. He has a beard. No kidding. You know, what does that say? Yeah. I, I could relax. I could do what I want. I don't have to shave. Or is that like, hey, I don't want anybody to know who I am? Is it, I guess so. Or I'm, I'm you know, I, I do whatever I want. It's my time. My, you know, my call. What, what was it? Was it a beard? Did it have, have these weird glasses and a phony nose attached to it? Or was no, it no, no. Nothing like that. <laughs> <laughs> nothing like that. <laughs> you know, it's like a person who's on, on hiatus. So, you know. He doesn't have to. Uh, he doesn't have to dress up. He doesn't have to. You know, he's not on on call the way he was. What area was he in? Just so we can. Oh, I don't know. It. I didn't get that. I didn't catch that. Yeah. Wow. Just uh, wow. I'm I'm sure he's going to uh, going to be asked by many people to to give some of that money away. And to uh, you know, can we, hey, Governor? Can we have it? We we didn't criticize you, and and all the people that that wouldn't criticize the governor, that held off on criticizing, can they go get his money now? Seventeen, eighteen million dollars. You know, listen, it makes them relevant. Look, as we as we uh, you know, 
get towards the end here. We started out, Melissa, I was talking mm-hmm. about the shelves being bare, the yeah. um, the hiring freeze, not hiring freeze, I'm sorry, hiring crisis being the reason why. If you're talking to our, our folks right now, who we thank, of course, for, for listening each and every week, but uh, if you're talking to them now and you got to suggest what to stock up on, what, what's the first thing you tell them to, to make sure they have plenty of? Uh, your basic staples. Um, again, if you're, you're planning to do your, I guess, your holiday shopping, as many people are looking toward Christmas, because once, you know, Halloween is, what, two weeks away? Yep. So you're going to, well, yeah, we're going to be bombarded with Christmas because we're getting, that means we're, we're into Thanksgiving and then it's uh, holiday shopping. Yeah, things like that. If you need appliances. Um, I would just see what's what's available, how long you're going to have to wait to get a brand new appliance, meaning a refrigerator or parts for your dishwasher or or other big you know big ticket items. Uh, and um, yeah, um, you know you may may have to tr- try Amazon and hope that that you're not told, well, this will ship out in two months from now, maybe. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I mean, listen, toilet paper. Uh, paper towels, napkins. Make sure yeah, you have plenty. Yeah. I, you know, I I, yeah. I love the fact that your supply is just running out now. Um, I got to check on my supply. I I loaded up like crazy on it, uh-huh. and um, and and you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to load up again. It's nice mm-hmm. not uh, not having to say, oh God, we got to run out and get this, or we have to run out and get that. So I'm going to load up on dog food, load up on toilet uh-huh. paper, load up on all of that. You know, I'm not going to hoard. Yeah. I'm not going to go crazy. But right. Before no, there's no, a rush. It's perfectly fine. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what's going on with Costco. I don't know if they've raised their prices, if they're also experiencing shortages. Um, but, um, you know, you just have to do, you know, do that. And, and, and on top of which, a lot of supermarkets, big, big supermarkets are going out in many areas that serve a lot of people. I mean, my, in my immediate neighborhood, we lost a, a major supermarket. Um, this past year, nothing, no one has come in. It's a vacant building. It's a big space. I'm assuming that the rents are too high. The overhead is much too high to, to be attractive to some other uh, retailer. And then in, in the neighboring town, another a, 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 um, a stop and shop is going out. Um, so what does that leave the people? They, they, they have to go to these smaller uh, community um, groceries, and a lot of them are um, they actually are they're, they're, they're kosher groceries. And so, the, so they're getting inundated with the, with the bulk of the population that would nor- not normally go to them, and it's putting a strain on, uh, on, on, um, yes, on the supplies, on, on the inventory. Um, prices where well, I think prices are going up independently of that. I, I just noticed that milk. Now I drink organic milk, which I like. It has a, yeah. Oh, you do great. So the price of this one store is six forty nine for organic milk. I don't know which one, which um, if it's Horizon or it's the uh, one of the other com- competitors. Six forty nine for organic milk, wow. and then regular oh milk. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's insane. It is an insane. It's absolutely insane. Oh but listen, God. hopefully we're not going to be talking about this next week. Hopefully they, the, the, the wizard in the White House, President Biden, <laughs> cures all of this in, in a week. You know, it's uh, know. not likely. But Melissa, I tell Juran.com is where everyone should go. Melissa, thank you very much. 
Oh, thank you, Frank, and thanks to everyone who listens to us uh, regularly. We really appreciate your loyalty, and we know you have many other choices to make, and we're glad that you come back to us each week. You're the best. Thank you very much. And, uh, and to, to all of you, like Melissa says, you're the best. Uh, we appreciate it. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you next time on the Melissa Itell Jorn Show. You've been listening to Melissa Itell-Duran and co-host Frank McKay on Breaking It Down Radio.